0: I spent the summer after my first year of college hanging flyers and knocking on doors for a church in the suburbs around Atlanta, Georgia, with one of my college roommates. It was everything you are currently imagining. It was hot, it was tiring, it was uncomfortable, it was scary at times. And if I hadn't done that, I know I wouldn't be a pastor today. I bet my roommate would say the same thing. Someone should ask him. I don't know if we helped that church very much. I don't know if many people came to church because of our flyers and our knocking. I don't know if any of the people who did come kept coming. Like, we also painted the window frames of the church. And I know exactly how much of an impact that had. But I don't know what, if anything, happened because of our flyers and door knocking. And I probably never will. I remember one door specifically. I think it was a follow-up visit. We already had the guy's name and address, so he must have visited the church at some point and signed the friendship register or guest book or whatever. We knocked on the door together, and he opened the door and immediately invited us in. That wasn't that strange. Georgia is still the South, and they are still very hospitable. We talked for a while. I think he was having a hard time. I don't remember any of the specifics. And then we left. And then, less than a year later, he was found dead in his home. Again, I don't remember the circumstances, but I think about that guy. Maybe once a month for the past 12 years. 13, maybe. Ananias wasn't a door knocker. He didn't have flyers to hand out. He wasn't a pre-seminary program student with a year's worth of Biblical Greek in his brain and comfortable walking shoes. He was a disciple who lived in Damascus. and He received a vision that gave him a name and an address and told him to go perform a miracle. And Ananias wasn't nervous about the heat or the long walk or finding the right house or getting the door slammed in his face. He wasn't even nervous about performing a miracle. Ananias recognized the name of the man he was supposed to go see. He had heard of Saul of Tarsus. Lord Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your people in Jerusalem, and he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. And my point with this one could be that you never know, right? You never know if you're knocking on the door of Saul of Tarsus, or if you're knocking on the door of a guy who will be dead soon. And my point could be that you had better knock, right? My point could be that you never have any clue how it's going to work out when Jesus sends you to someone, but you could end up seeing a miracle happen, so you better go when you're sent, right? My point could be you may be put in a position to talk about Jesus with someone, and that experience may get seared into your mind so that you think about it every so often for over a decade, and it may be because you just unleashed the greatest missionary of all time on the world or because you were there during the last little bit of what time a hurting person had left. So go, do, preach. That could be my point, couldn't it? It could, and there would be nothing wrong with that message. But that would be telling you to do what Ananias and I did, telling you to feel more like Ananias about it than like me. And I guess I'd rather just let you know... That you and I are what Ananias was. You and I are Jesus' disciples, which means that you and I are people Jesus uses to help other people see. And sometimes we'll get to see them see, like Ananias. We'll watch scales fall from their eyes and see them baptized and strengthened. Most of the time, though, we won't like I did and still do, you and I will wonder if we accomplished anything at all. And not only is that okay, it is good. Think of how Ananias might have rushed to that house on Straight Street if he knew exactly what Jesus would accomplish through Paul. Think of how proud he might have felt about being chosen to perform a miracle on the greatest missionary of all time. And think of how he couldn't rush or be proud because he was too busy being afraid of Saul's reputation and forcing himself to trust the Jesus who had appeared to him in that vision. And think of how much better that is than pride. And think of all the times Jesus has robbed you of the chance to be proud because he called you when you were too busy being afraid and uncomfortable and forcing yourself to trust the Jesus who called you. And be grateful, even for that. I think that's my point. You and I are dust and breath. Loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a Wells pastor serving our Savior Lutheran Church in Pomona, California. Get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod, on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod, or by emailing dustandbreathpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shewey, who is like a luxuriant native tree. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. Now go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus his son.